a song done now? <laughs> I think so. Alright. So, I just saw this out on Facebook. Win a trip to see Hamilton with Chaston. Oh, God. That's real. Pizza with Pete. Either that's another thing that's real, too. Pizza with Pete? Yeah, it was an Instagram ad. Pizza with Pete? Okay. Pizza yeah. with Pete in Hamilton with Chaston? Chaston. What a fucking white-ass name. Some suburban shit right there. Chaston. Chaston, come get the keys to the bins. Pizza with Pete contest rules. Oh my god. I bet, I, you know, I bet his, his fucking husband was even born into a bougie family. With a name like Chaston, like it's, it's guaranteed. Chaston Glesman. Is that really his name? Yes. Oh my god. Well, it's Chaston Buttigieg now. Yeah, but. but... Yeah. Chaston Glesman. It sounds like a fucking, like, gemstone or something. And this is... Our Chaston Glesden collection. Yeah, Glesman. Glesman. G L E Z. Chaston Glesman collection of amethysts in fine gemstones. I once saw a. Uh, it was one of those uh, pearl parties on Facebook. Oh, God. And like, the like, host. Are we talking pearl necklace like party things? Like, Have you heard of pearl parties? I. Is it so? Is it like a is it like a wine mom thing where like women? Yes, just get it's kind of like a okay. Tupperware party. I thought it was like a fucking like bukkake like sex thing, like pearl parties. Like I thought it was just like no, it's <laughs> it's like these old ladies and like gay guys go on there and hold these Facebook live streams where they'll basically like home shopping network type sell these gemstones and jewelry oh my and shit. God. And uh, I came across one in this, like, we all pretend to be boomers group. They were doing a watch party for it and trolling it. And it was called, <laughs> and it was called Amethyst's Opulence. Oh my god, and you can't was, make this shit up. And it was this really, really, just painfully stereotypically gay guy that called himself Amethyst. And he talked about being a witch. Oh, I was about to say, and astrology, and read in tarot cards and shit, let me guess, yeah. And he had a septum ring just like mine, a steel uh, oh horseshoe barbell, he, and it was crooked, and I and I typed in the checks, I'd just gotten mine done like did, a month did before. Did you make him adjust it, like? I literally said, like, you're, and remember, I was in character as an old man, so I'm like, so I'm spelling it wrong and shit, I'm like, your septum ring is crooked. And he actually responded to me live on the stream. He's like, no one cares, Todd. No one cares if my piercing's crooked, Todd. I'm a witch. And it's supposed to be a crescent moon shape. And then I commented, real witches keep their septum rings straight. <laughs> he didn't respond to that, sadly. Because he was just getting overwhelmed with fake grandmas saying they were going to pray to Jesus for him. <laughs> and he kept saying, who's that? I don't know that name. I don't acknowledge my slave name. Is Jesus his slave name? It's his, it's his uh, godly slave name. That's the, that's the god he knew before he became a witch. That's his slave god. Slave daddy. Can witches no longer utter the 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 sequence of syllables? Jesus. Who's that? I don't even know who is Jesus. I'm too cool to know who Jesus is. No, it's not. No, you can't say it like they have to say it mysteriously, like a vampire. It has to be. I don't know that name. Like oh, like a Twilight vampire. Yeah, I don't know that name. I don't know that name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nice and monotone and ominous. And then, uh, yeah, he almost, like, broke down a couple times. Like, you know, wavering between, like, fucking running off camera or being pissed off. And there were just, like, a few diehard fans in the chat. Just like, come on, come on, Amethyst, you can do it! And then another person would be like, come on, guys, at least... And, and then, uh, what was funny is some of the trolls actually bought some exploding jewelry 
exploding jewelry. So it's it's called something else. They're like called like jewelry bombs is what they call them. Oh, are those like bath bombs, but with like jewelry in it. Yeah, it's literally like a little thing. Like, um... If they try and, like, pass it off as, like, having some fucking mystical healing quality. Or if you bathe with these gemstones, it, it cures your arthritis. Like, you know, some shit like that. I think it's just supposed to be for fun. Like, you order these little dried-up packets, and then you toss it in water, and it expands, and there's a random piece of jewelry inside. Wouldn't that... Wouldn't it be hilarious if it was, like... The packets were just like crushed up diamonds, but they were like micro diamonds, so they got like they released and they got into the water supply. <laughs> like those like like those micro beads that they had to ban. Oh my because... god, man. I think you're giving a supervillain somewhere ideas. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone just managed to get like millions of pounds of crushed diamond and just release them into the water supply somewhere and people drink that? Oh my god. Or glass, like well, it'd be it'd be like glass. Maybe it'd be worse than glass because diamonds are harder than glass. But yeah, well, I mean that, that's the. But I base that off uh, the the plastic micro beads that they put in like exfoliator soaps and shit, because they found that it was getting into the water supply and um, and uh, the water treatment facilities weren't able to filter them out. Like, they put it in, like, soaps and, and facial washes. Like, anything with, like, beady stuff in it. Like, exfoliating shit. Which, I don't know whose fucking idea that was. Oh, let's just put some plastic microbeads in soap. And then have people rinse it down the drain. Because they'll scrub your skin off. Yeah, and it's then... It's great for beauty. And then never biodegrade. It's like... It's like, uh... That shows you just how retarded our fucking species is. Yeah, well, it's just like, ooh, it's great for this. People love it. It's profit, profit, and then it's, it's like... It's like idiocracy where they forget that salt kills plants because they're too busy curing baldness. Yeah. It, well, it's like, uh, like we used to put lead in our gasoline up until, like, the fucking 80s. I think you can actually still get it in some places. Probably some, uh, like different fucking countries or some shit but yeah that's what i meant like i wouldn't be a bit surprised if like china or somewhere didn't still have leaded gas let's look, look tetraethyl lead <clears throat> leaded gas was a known poison the day it was invented yeah they just didn't care yeah and yet i guarantee <clears throat> the people responsible for that Wow, it wasn't until 2016. EPA takes final step in phase-out of leaded gasoline. Including aircraft race cars. Why? Because it has a higher octane and protects exhaust valve seats. Yeah. From excessive wear. So literally, makes my race car last longer. Yeah. Save so, me money. Uh, this is capitalism. Money yeah, is the number one resource. Uh, that, that is valued over human life. Yeah. Uh, you can buy more lives with money, okay? You can go pay women to get pregnant and then buy their babies. That's fucking. That blows my mind. Oh, you, we, we just expect them not to use the better gasoline? It performs better, and we can't. Like we have, well, we have to let race cars have leaded gasoline. <laughs> yeah, let's see here, countries that still use leaded gasoline: Algeria, Iraq, Yemen. Oh boy, our troops are over there, inhaling all that sand that has lead in it. Let's see here, countries that still use it. The full list is Algeria, Iraq, Yemen, Myanmar. Which, I believe, I thought they preferred to go by Burma now, but maybe not. North Korea and Afghanistan. Looky, looky. I, w I bet China still does. They just don't say it. I guarantee there's some places in China that still use leaded gasoline. And I wonder how polluted North Korea is. If. Like, how much lead <laughs> do you think's in the soil there? I can only fucking imagine 
for as long as they've used that shit. Like, as long as they've had automobiles, they've been using leaded gasoline. Hey, what was that supplement you said had all that toxic shit in it? Muscle milk. Yeah, muscle milk. They found uh, heavy uh, heavy metals in muscle milk. Also, it, uh, muscle milk uh, lied about how much protein they have in their uh, in their like milkshakes and what stuff. Like, how much were they overinflating it by? I don't know exactly. It was I've read about. This was like a while ago that I found out about this. You, you know how I found out? Mm-mm. So this uh, this chemist on Reddit started a a thread basically having people send him samples of uh like he he he, he it, it was like a multi-thread type thing like this went on for a while but like because he originally did it himself and he tested them for purity and uh and also but and other stuff and then he had uh, and then it like grew like huge like the the bot like the the fitness and uh supplement like community like fucking went all in on him this guy, <laughs> and they sent him samples of their own protein powders and they f- he found that like a lot of them lied about no like either lied about how much uh, like protein and what what was actually in it because a, a lot of those times they use fillers and that shit because it's unregulated they don't have to put what they say is in the ingredients put some sawdust in there and call it good right yeah like but like some of it like some <clears throat> of them had like like I said head like fucking heavy metals in it like muscle milk he found like he found like fucking i think like lead or cadmium or some shit like that in it no shit mhm either one of those and they sell the, and they sell that shit at fucking gas stations like i've drank i i i drank muscle milk one time so there's lead in muscle milk i think so like i know they found i think he i'm pretty sure he found some sort of heavy metal it's like an old, old fucking Reddit thread. That is absolutely fucking terrifying. Not gonna lie. Yeah, actually, I shared it. Uh, with... Don't say any names. He's just talking about a buddy of ours. Back, it was, it was back. Uh, well, it was before that, but I shared it with him when he was doing steroids and weightlifting and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it's weird to think that <clears throat> just a few years ago he had a fucking six pack. Uh, he, he didn't really have a six pack. He he never got. I don't think he ever got like skinny enough, but he did bulk up quite a bit. He's gotten. He's back to being fucking scrawny now, but. Yeah. Well, that was probably all the steroids, wasn't it? Yeah. But uh. Yeah, and, but uh, I shared it with him because he he had a. Uh, he would get shit all the time from Optimum Nutrition. That was his thing, and Optimum Nutrition, uh, the brand, came out as being like the best bang for your buck as far as like purity and quality wise that's why when I, that's why for a little bit when I was buying protein powder I would I would only go through optimum nutrition I feel like when it comes to starting improvements on myself like that I always like try to convince myself that I'm too old even though I'm only 30 it's You're... like it's like what I tell myself now is oh you know, why couldn't I have been all fit and muscular and sexy when I was 25 when it still would have mattered? Well, too old now. Oh, you're, well, life's over. never too old, man. Yeah, when I was 25, I was saying the same thing about when I was 21. And when I was 21, I was saying the same thing about when I was 17. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So there's definitely a pattern here. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, convincing myself not to be a fucking little bitch about getting older. Being yeah. young kind of sucks shit anyway, other than just, I guess, looking better is pretty much the only... Looking better and theoretically being healthy are the only upsides of being young. If you fix those, then being old is better in every way, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I enjoy life more now than I did when I was 18, that's for damn sure. Well, you know yourself better, too. Yeah, exactly. More time for introspection than... Less reactionary. So remember that, uh, remember I told you I took a picture one time of, like, the trash that gets thrown in my yard? Oh, yeah? That's one of, that's one of my ditches. The fuck is that? 
It's like a, like a, it looked like, I think it looked like a piece of like fucking piping or some shit like that. So they're not even fuck, I thought it was gonna be shit like fast food cups and like Oh, styrofoam. I get, I get that too. Yeah, but they're actually throwing like literal like fucking industrial, not even industrial waste, but like junk, like junkyard scraps yeah. in the fucking yard. Wood planks, plastic fucking thick piping meant for like, I don't fucking know, I don't even know what it's meant for. Oh, it's that thick piping that's meant for, uh, you know, yeah. indeterminate purposes. Laying down some pipe. So, we are about to discuss the fact that uh, Mick the Knife fucked up and screwed the fucking that's, pooch. That's Mick Mulvaney, by the way, guys, in case you don't get the Mac the Knife reference. Mick the Knife. Yeah, but it's going back to it originally. It's Mac the, the the original name was Mac the Knife, but they call him Mick the Knife because it's Mick Mulvaney. But yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't realize that it was like a re- that it itself was a reference to something. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but like the original phrase is Mac the Knife. I'm pretty sure. He, I think he may like he probably gave himself that fucking name too. A little chode. He looks like the type that would. Uh, Mac the Knife, Bobby Darren. Okay, The Ballad of Mac the Knife is a song. The Ballad of Mac the Knife is a song composed by Kurt Will. Lyrics by... Yeah, so it was a song. An old song. He looks like the kind of guy that would uh, name himself after an old song. Ballad of Mac the Knife. Some tough guy bullshit. Which is ex- like the exact opposite of what it this might, fucking weasel looks like. It might have been a good song at one time, but the fact that Mick Mulvaney is associated with it, you yeah. know. I wonder if we really could play makes... it without getting copyright, uh, copyrighted. Do you want to take that risk? Whatever. Yeah, I pretty much shat my pants when that happened because that's just... The absolute bottom barrel scraping... You know, of, though, of fucking uh, incompetence. N- now that I think about it, since you said, because uh, I still haven't watched the video, but now that you think about it, since you said he got like visibly pissed off after someone like pointed out that what he said was quid pro quo, I think he may just be that incompetent, like or just unaware of what he was doing, like because he doesn't seem like an, a fucking idiot. Like a complete fucking idiot, but his aware his his moral compass, or as uh, Steve Harvey would say, moral barometer, um, is so out of fucking tune on what is legal and illegal that he thought that that what he what was going on was like completely okay, even like so much to like say it in front of a fucking press conference. We just let's just watch this video first, and then we can fucking play All the right. ballad of Mac, Mac, the, Mac the Knife in, in remembrance of uh, Mick Mulvaney's uh, career-ending move here. Before we uh, start, um, obviously, I'm, I'm guessing most people have seen or heard about this by now. Uh, it happened a couple days ago. But what we want to ascertain is, was this intentional? Like, was this, you know, strategery? You know, as as the smart people say, strategery. <laughs> or or uh, was this just a, a blatant fuck up? So we are now going to play a game. We're gonna we're gonna have a rousing round of dipshit or asshole. All right, so here we go. To, to, to the uh, question of Ukraine. Um, yeah. Can, can you clarify? And I've been trying to get an answer to this. Was the president serious? when he said that he would also like to see China investigate the Bidens. And you were directly involved in the decision to withhold funding uh, from uh, Ukraine. Can you explain to us now definitively why? Why was funding withheld? Sure, I'll deal with, let's deal with the second one first. Uh, which is, look, it should come as no surprise to anybody. The last time I was up here, I've been, I haven't done this since I was chief of staff, right? Last time I was up here, some of you folks remember, it was for the budget briefings, right? And one of the questions y'all always ask me about the budget is, what are y'all doing to the foreign aid budget? Because we, 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 we absolutely all got right. it. Now, all right, I just got to say, he is from South Carolina, but that is the least authentic sounding use of the word y'all 
I have ever fucking heard in my entire life. Am I wrong? I mean, it doesn't sound like he's forcing it out, but it doesn't sound like a southern y'all. But then again, he is from South Carolina. You know, you get you can't have people there that use that lingo that don't really have that southern of an accent. So, more importantly, though, I, I think it's hilarious that he's like can, thinks it's ridiculous why. Uh, People are wondering what he's doing to the budget. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing to the budget, asshole? He's, uh, he's vivisecting it. Yeah. Presumably. Some of y'all ask me the same question every time I'm up here. Right? President About Trump is not a big why, why do I look like a fat Harry Potter that's balding? God, those, gla- those glasses look so fucking shitty on him. Like... Yeah. They are obviously not big enough for his head. He looks like a mixture, he looks like a combination of, like, Harry Potter and that one villain in Harry Potter that, like, turns into a rat, like, or a mouse or some shit. He's got that weird, like, chip monkey face, like, yeah, like, like, someone merged Alvin in the, from the chipmunks and, like, Harry Potter into one being, some, like, (laughs) anthropomorphic, like. No, he's Simon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess Simon is the one with the glasses. I mean, you have to forgive me for not, you know, keeping uh, keeping fresh on my Alvin and the Chipmunks lore. <laughs> I, I also wear uh, circle glasses, but, uh, you know, mine are, like, big enough for my head. Yeah, they're not, like, fucking zoomed, like, yeah, like, zoomed in right on his nose. His... So, yeah, he looks like he has to, like, almost cross his eyes, cross his gaze to, like, look through yeah. his fucking his glasses. Yeah, so, his glasses are so small. Look, you can see the corners of his eyes poking out of each side. Yeah. They're not wide enough to cover his whole field. I don't get it. It's... All right. Let's... We're already leaning toward dipshit is what we're getting t- getting at here, so let's see. A four and eight. Never has been, still isn't. Doesn't like spending oh. money overseas. Where's the audio? There we go. Especially um, when it's poorly spent. Um, and that is exactly what drove this decision. Um, I've been in the office a couple times with him talking about this. this. Pretty much Nick, been happening um, since I was in This is a corrupt in, place. Everybody knows it's a corrupt place. By the way, put this in context. This is on the heels of what happened in Puerto Rico when we took a lot of heat for not wanting to give a, a bunch of aid to Puerto Rico because we thought that place was corrupt. And by the way, it turns out we were right. All right? So put that as your, as your context. That like, doesn't... This is a corrupt place. I don't want to send them a bunch of Are money. Are we not going to give money to anyone because of corruption? Because um, there's corruption plus, everywhere, asshole. I'm not asshole. sure that the other European countries are helping them out either. So we actually looked at that. During that time, before when the money, when we when we cut the money off, before the money actually flowed. I mean, your ass should be in jail anyway. Uh, we actually, Kamala Harris, like, got, yeah, Kamala Harris is the one. She didn't she choose not to prosecute him in California? Mick Mulvaney. I think it was Mick Mulvaney. Yeah. For what? Oh my God! I can't believe you didn't know about that. Um, I may, might be getting the wrong person, but. We keep like inter- interrupting his fucking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's hear a little more here. Did an analysis of what other countries were doing uh, in terms of supporting Ukraine. And what we found out was that, and I can't remember if it's zero or near zero dollars from any European countries for lethal aid. You've heard the president say this that we give them tanks and the other other countries give them pillows. Um, that's absolutely right. That the, the, the as, as 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 vocal as the Europeans are about supporting Ukraine. Um, they are really, really stingy when it comes to lethal aid. Uh, and they weren't helping Ukraine, and that still to this day are not. And the president did not like that. So I, I know it was a long answer to your question, but I'm still going. So um, that was, those were the driving factors. Did he also mention to me in the past the, 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 the corruption related to the DNC server? Absolutely. No question about that. Um, but that's it, and that's why we held up the money. Now, there was a report. So, so, so the demand for an investigation into the Democrats was part of the reason that he it was ordered on the, to withhold funding to Ukraine. The, the look back to what happened in 2016 certainly was, just was admitted part of it. he was worried about in corruption with that nation. And that is holding, absolutely appropriate. Yeah, which which ultimately then flowed. By the way, there was a report <laughs> that we were worried that the money wouldn't, if, if we didn't pay out the money, it would be illegal. 
Okay, it would be unlawful. Um, that is one of those things that is, has that little shred of truth in it um, that, that makes it look a lot worse than it really is. Uh, we were concerned about oh my God. about an impoundment. And I know I just put half of you folks to, to bed, but there's, a, there's the Budget Control Act, uh, impound, Budget Control Impoundment Act. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I saw that when it was happening live, but, you know, it was just too much to take in at the, at the moment. But this is about the third time I've seen it. And it's becoming increasingly clear. Dipshit, can we rule dipshit? I mean, yeah, he's also yeah, no, an asshole, but I think in a in dipshit over asshole. like, just tried to sweep, just, like, slide that in there without them noticing and then just admit it. Every, like, he is, his he has no idea what is illegal because he's done, like, he's broke the law his entire life. Like, his, that idea of what he was doing, that's not, why is that illegal? Why, why is that not okay to say at a press briefing? I swear, he, he had like a deer in headlights stare for just a brief second, didn't he? Before he started to say, and, 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 you know, and then like, and there's a thread of truth to that, you know, a thread of truth to it being illegal. 74 says if Congress appropriates money, you have to spend it. Okay, at least that's how it's interpreted by some folks. And we knew that that money either had to go out the door by the end of September, or we had to have a really, really good reason not to do it. And that was the legality of the issue. But to be clear, what you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into the into the Democratic server uh, happened as well. We, we do we do that all the time with foreign policy. We were holding up money at the same time for, uh, what was it, the Northern Triangle countries. We were holding up aid at the Northern Triangle countries so that they, uh, so that they would change their policies on immigration. By, by the way, and this speaks to it, this speaks to an important, I'm sorry, this speaks to an important point because oh, I heard this Christ. yesterday and I can never remember the gentleman who tested, was McKinney, the guy, is that his name? From the, I don't, okay. don't know he, he already yeah. said it, and this is, the rest of this shit is just boring, let's get on with it. Yeah. So it was Steve Mnuchin, by the way, it wasn't Mick Mulvaney, it was another Trump stooge. Steve Mnuchin is who Kamala Harris failed to prosecute in California. And uh, what was the crime? Oh my god, hold on. I can't believe you didn't already know about this. Um, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but there's so much to know about, you know. I think it's impossible to keep track of all of it. Yeah, um... Hold on. Going through it on my phone here. Looks like, uh, he literally owns a bank. Yeah. Or was CEO of a bank. God damn it. For foreclosure violations. Yeah, and she didn't prosecute him when she had the chance, when she was a prosecutor in California. One of the many things she failed to do in California. Locked up uh, locked up people for nonviolent drug offenses, but then didn't uh, prosecute some uh, a bank on a... Uh, uh, foreclosure violations and corruption. Go figure. The thing that actually costs our society money and damage and ruins people's lives. Well, you see, that's because he was a job creator. And he was a film producer who just... That, you that, know. that just shows you, though, right there. Like, mainstream Democrats are no enemy of the Republican right. Like, when when it's convenient to be their enemy in public, they are. But if all those photos of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and Bill Clinton prove anything, it's that, like, behind closed doors, they're just, they smile at their, through their teeth at each other and they're just fine and dandy because at the end of the day, they're all part of the corporate elite. I am... 90% sure that Steven Mnuchin was actually a registered Democrat up until he became part of the Trump administration. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, his, who's, who's that, uh, who's his lawyer that recently got, uh, prosecuted? He was, uh, he was a Democrat, too. Michael Cohen? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I just saw something recently that reminded me. Um, so can we uh, can we talk a little bit about uh, Barack Obama um, um, in, um, endorsing Justin Trudeau in Canada, and for and, and how one that shouldn't be even a thing that's allowed. Um, well, te technically it isn't, but it's under this uh, 
So, in Canada, there's an election law that prohibits foreigners from influencing a Canadian election. And in theory, um, like John Oliver mentioned this on his show and had a big, you know, fucking silly thing about it. And he, he basically said it, it, the law technically says that it's illegal to, for a foreigner to, like, promote a candidate in a Canadian election. And so... To tell people to vote for Justin Trudeau back in 2015 instead of Stephen Harper, I believe, was running for um, a fourth term or something. Um, Because he said it would be illegal for a non-Canadian to say it, he had Mike Myers come out on a stuffed moose dressed in a Mountie costume and say, don't vote for Stephen Harper. But in real life, the law actually only applies to, like, election financing. Mm. But I just bring that up because technically some people would argue it already is illegal for Barack Obama to do that. Well, he, And I'm sure someone will try and drop that argument out at some it's point. It's more so because he's a fucking politician, first of all. His influence, I mean, not just a politician, but like one of the most popular presidents in recent years. Like, And, a, you know, a for- how is that any different from when Vladimir Putin said... Like if they ask Vladimir Putin, who do you who do you endorse? Donald Trump. You know, then you know how's that? Well, any it's different because in Barack Obama's not the enemy, right, guys? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people. Uh, that's the, well. That's the thing, though. Barack Obama is the enemy. He's the enemy to the working fucking class. But not in the way that people think that he is, though. No, no. He's not your enemy because he's some far-left socialist. No, he's, he's not your enemy because, because he's, he's some he's sort the of Muslim plant. Of that. He's, an, he's, he's part of the fucking elite. Obama is, at heart, a moderate conservative, white, Christian man from Kansas, rural Kansas... Grew up on a farm there. Who wasn't even originally for gay marriage when he came into office. Um, and and he basically embodies that in everything he says and does. Moderate white guy from Kansas. Which is why he's... Just that, like his is, grandfather. Which is why Trudeau probably really... I guarantee that was completely set up. You think it's a coincidence that like the blackface thing happened and then... And, and uh, there's a guy, uh, a man of color, I think he's Sikh, running against him in the more progressive party in the country. And all of a sudden, Jagmeet out of no- Singh. Yeah, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, what's his name, by the way? Jagmeet Singh. Jagmeet Singh, okay. Just make sure we get it out, because I talked over you, and I want the the fictional listeners to hear us. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no... Uh, um, so, yeah, but you, I think it's a coincidence that, like, right after that happened, then all of a sudden Barack Obama comes in to save the day. When he wouldn't, he wouldn't even, like, endorse Joe fucking Biden. He hasn't endorsed anyone yet, as far as, like, the 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 uh, American uh, Democratic candidates go. Although I'm sure Elizabeth Warren's really hurting for that, not for that uh, endorsement right now, with the, uh, with, uh, um, three uh, three fourths of the the squad endorsing Bernie Sanders. I want to know why Ayanna Presley was holding out. Is it because she's fr- is she from Massachusetts? Is that why? Is she afraid that like if she endorses uh-huh. Bernie, like the people in Massachusetts won't reelect her or some shit? I cannot. I I can't remember. I think she's from a state that begins with the letter M. I can't remember if it's Massachusetts or Michigan. No, Rashida Tlaib's from Michigan. I think she is from Massachusetts. Let's see. Says here that three days ago... Yeah, she is from Massachusetts. That's why. She's afraid... I guarantee, yeah, I guarantee she's afraid that if she endorses Sanders that she won't get reelected in Massachusetts. I bet she supports him, though. She just can't do it publicly right now. It's an open question. I I would like to uh, find that out, though, 
it's interesting that she's the lone holdout, but at the same time, you know, Massachusetts. Well, I, I don't think I don't think it's coincidence that she is the lone holdout and she's from Massachusetts. <clears throat> like that's that's a that'd be a hell of a coincidence, and I don't think it is. Yeah, because you can't be shitting on Liz Warren when you're in Massachusetts. Yeah. Well, you can, and you should, I guess, but it won't be popular is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I was watching some video of some uh, dipshit trying to make, like, a clickbait reactionary video, and it was a a clip of uh, the moment Elizabeth Warren was told that... uh, AOC, Ilana, and Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib all endorsed Bernie Sanders. And he's like, look at her. Look how she stutters. Look how she surprised she was. And I actually watched the video, and she was just like, oh, okay. Like, it wasn't, like, a big deal at all, and he was, like, trying to fucking it sensationalize it and shit. It's like, th- this is, like, that right there is what people think of when they say, like, Bernie bro or some shit. Like, hey, look at this bitch. You know, like... Like, fuck off, dude. Like, seriously? Like, you're just, you're you're making things worse by pulling this shit. It's very clear she wasn't really phased by it. I mean, she was awkward during the interview, but Elizabeth Warren is always awkward during interviews. You can just, like, smell the tryhard. Yeah, she's like Grandma Librarian. Yeah. And it looks like AOC just joined the rally in New York. I think she just hit the stage or something. Twitter just re- reminded me of it. Oh, like right right as we speak? Maybe. I don't know. It might be a little bit late. I don't know how like recent. It just notified me, so it might be like 10 minutes late. But uh yeah, no, it's I mean, every but like she wasn't any more than how she how normally awkward she is. Like that fucking Instagram uh, ad that's been going around uh like a uh, grab a beer. Or a coffee, or a tea, or whatever, with Elizabeth Warren, like trying to like really uh, like seem human and like and and uh, fucking um, and uh, uh, relatable. Yeah, that's what I was certain. Yeah, relatable and shit. It's so <coughs> fucking cringy. <coughs> In her <coughs> fake Oklahoma accent that she does, you know, we're gonna go in there. We're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> clock Trump in the face, and we're gonna get. I got a plan for that, and <laughs> and well, gosh, I I was just a housewife back like, in, in she, Norman, she Oklahoma. Like she's like a weakly old woman that's like trying to sound strong, like some tough granny or something. Do you mean to say weak or sickly? Or she, Both. She's a weakly Sick, woman. Sickly, weakly. I'm combining the two because this is English, and we can do that shit. She's a weekly woman. Yeah. She comes once a week. <laughs> once a week. Bi- no, more like bi-weekly. She goes both ways once a week. Oh. Or every two weeks. Hey, but um. But, uh... Comedy! But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was so... That video was so... It, that Well, not the video itself, just the guy trying to... Find, Look at Elizabeth Warren shake and falter. It's like, no, not really. Just her regular self, like... I know. I don't get why people. It's it's not even that it's disingenuous. It's that it's just it's it's shit fucking. It's a shitty strategy. It doesn't work. Like you're not. Yeah. Especially on the left, you know. Like, oh, I shouldn't say left, but the left of the right, you know, quote unquote liberals okay. in America. Yeah, enough of the rad lib, like centrist, moderate. We go, we don't have to define it every time we use the word, Todd. Yeah, but um. It's just uh, sort of fucking funny the way that these things uh, happen. I kind of forgot what I was talking about there for a second. With uh, how uh, disingenuous and it do- and you're saying how it doesn't work well, with uh, with like woke Democrats, especially with like woke when it comes Democrats to Trump and, supporters and liberals and whatnot. When it comes to like Trump supporters, there's that cult mentality where they will literally just believe anything that, that Trump or Team Trump. Yeah. Tells well, them to believe. And just for clarification, this guy wasn't a Trump supporter that was doing this dumb video. It was very That's clear. what I'm getting at, Bernie, though. Yeah. Is uh, that sort of strategy would work on a Trump supporter. Like, if you were trying to prove that... If, yeah, he, if, but he not, was, if that was his, like, his market audience, then that would be a fruitful strategy, even though it would still be bullshit. You know, that would be the type of person who would just buy that hook, line, and sinker and go like... 
yeah, you know what? She is looking like she's about to die. And they say Trump's unhealthy. MAGA, baby. You know, that's the kind of shit that it would be. Whereas when you're doing it with liberals or, you know... Well, mild centrist it's been neoliberal people, progressives. Yeah, it's been proven though. See, it were it doesn't work in any way whatsoever. A lot of times, because it's been proven that like liberals, people who are liberal tend to be more sympathetic, sympathetic and empathetic. So like it just makes them makes you look like an asshole and makes them feel feel bad for the person that you're making fun of. That's how you get a lot of those like SJW types on the left, because. Like yeah, because like they have they're they're sympathetic and they think well once you pick on somebody or something then they feel bad for that person. You're like you're being mean. Stop it. Also, I think a lot of people just see through it because I think conservatives by nature are sort of more regimented and by rote and like yeah. loyal, you know, dogmatic. Whereas. Uh, Neolibs are more uh, individual. I don't want to say individualistic because economically they're slightly less individualistic, technically, but they they have a much more like let your freak flag fly sort of mentality, and I think that that lends itself to that sort of position. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it, it's in, I mean, those type of attacks uh, that have proven to be... Um... It, it lends itself, I'm trying to say, to not falling for obvious ploys that are mm. meant to, like, grab your attention or whatever. Yeah, the at sort least of not, person not, who would not vote not for... obvious in that way. Like, the still... sort of person who would vote for Nancy Pelosi would look at that and go... They're trying to game me. They're trying to fucking, yeah. you know, well, trick me. It, with it just this. requires a different. It's type obvious of, astroturfing. Yeah, and it requires it. And they people like that still fall for obvious shit like that. But but in it a has to be something way. about like, uh, you know, did you know that every five seconds, three humpback whales die from plastic bags clogging their blowholes? Yeah. That would be the sort of thing that you could get them to believe. But, um... Because it appeals to their empathy. Exactly. But they won't... They won't just... They're, they're not hungry to believe yeah. that someone's they're not, dying from they, a stroke on that, stage. Like, they don't have that ability... Like, they don't have that ability to, like, ap- appreciate, like, malicious attacks or something They don't have like that, that built-in viciousness, or at least not the same way. Yeah, which is also why a lot of times they don't have a sense of fucking humor either. Exactly. <laughs> because you you say the least little offensive thing, and it, it just triggers that uh, yeah. high empathy alarm, and they that is terrible. Yeah, like did did you get that? I sent you a message on Instagram actually that like purpose purpose uh, like uh, perfectly encompasses that. Let's take a look. Why is my phone just randomly vibrating? So, it's a meme, and it disappeared. Let's see here. It's a... Whoa, it's a picture of a cop. Whoa, I know you're arguing with actual fascists and Nazis, but can you calm down with the insulting language? Did you know calling your opponents retarded makes you worse than them? Dude, I'm reporting you for that one. Yeah, like shit like that. That's something, like, you you could be arguing... Like with a with a literal Nazi on Facebook, and call him a retard, and then some fucking woke leftist would come out of nowhere, big whoa, I'm reporting you, and then leave the Nazi alone or something because he didn't use bad language. Like, are you fucking serious? It sounds about right. <clears throat> it's uh, it's sort of like playing whack-a-mole they don't really give a fuck about you know underlying causes or material conditions for that matter they just care about like very surface stuff very superficial stuff don't very be, don't be mean and rude yeah like you know being polite in the moment matters more 
than, you know, saving society from slowly creeping into fascism overall. You know, sure, Hitler 2.0 took over, but if I'd told him to fuck off, it would have been mean. Yeah. Well, it, it's because they're a lot of times they're like they're rich, bougie, or like just mi like middle class suburban upbringing. The way they're they were taught is to like hide their emotions or or don't act out in public, and that's the way they were raised. Like be polite at all fucking time. That's why that's why like a lot of white people don't have any fucking culture at all because like they were raised from birth to like not have fun basically like don't well, don't run in the house don't play around or don't don't do this don't act like this in public stop squirming in your seat don't yeah, dance around stop like being that. silly <clears throat> like i catch my sister doing that with her fucking kids all the time it's like this is why white people end up like w growing up with a stick in their ass and not being able to dance or like have fun in public they end up standing at a concert with their arms crossed just like standing there watching the show like because they were fucking indoctrinated in from birth like some military school fucking upbringing i mean i'm guilty i mean i think we're like we're both guilty of that kind of like upbringing i still find it hard to like express myself in public like that because it's just i was like it was beaten into me from childhood not to be silly what if people what if people think you look stupid in public what if you look weird yeah you won't be able to survive if you look weird yeah i know yeah i had the same shit i did not do well in a uh, elementary well, school behaviorally because i had trouble adjusting to this the the structure I never quite got used to it. And, and the thing is, a lot of it is, like, the people that are, like, making fun of you for acting weird in public are really the ones that are jealous that you're acting that way because they can't do that. Like, oh, you're expressing yourself in public. Oh, what a, what a fag. Like, some shit like that. Like, oh, well, he's fucking weird. That's stupid. Like, you're being stupid. It's like he's having fun and you're not. And you're mad that he's having more fun than you. That's what it is. <coughs> that, I say he. That they're having more fun than you. <laughs> yeah, it really pisses people off to see a free spirit. They can't stand it. Like, uh, when I was a kid, I, I got the same sort of shit, you know? Although, I was a pretty... Sp I think part of the reason why now... I'm the kind of guy that can just yell, fuck, in the middle of a crowded room. And, like, a, a mom with, like, her kid next to me will, like, look over and be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Is because I was such a, a spoiled brat only child growing up. Like, um, basically, I could get away with a lot of shit just because I didn't have any siblings. And uh, I did good in school. So, when I was at home... I got away with shit, and when I was at school, I got away with shit. Because it turns out that if you have good grades, you can break pretty much any rule you want to, and if your school is desperate enough, they will just continually sweep it under the rug over and over again. Yeah, especially if you go to a shitty school that doesn't have a lot of kids that get really good grades. <laughs> and it's not like I did anything actually bad, like... It's not like I'm some Steubenville fucking rapist football player, you know, or some shit like that. But I would I would do shit like bring musical instruments to school and play them <clears throat> and interrupt class. Never got in trouble, but other people would get them, you know, confiscated. Uh, one time... <laughs> Alright, this, this always cracks me up a little bit. One time in Home Ec... I was talking about the, the Michael Moore documentary, Bowling for Columbine. And there's this part where he's, like, playing from this, like, video that's advertising some sort of security system for schools. And it shows a kid in, like, these really baggy jeans, like, pull, like, two rifles, two Uzis, two SMGs, like, all this shit out of his pants, like, like, ten guns. And, uh... I was just describing this scene to a fellow student and the teacher 
actually got freaked out and concerned enough that I was a shooting threat that I, I got like called into the principal's office. But thankfully it wasn't like nowadays. So the principal was just like, uh, do you plan on shooting up the school? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, we know we can trust you and just yeah. let me go. So there are you good white straight A student. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, hey, if any kids happen to listen to this, just by pure coincidence, hey, get good grades because you can fuck around more and it gives get, you leverage. Get good grades because you could get away with the, you it's you could get away with a school shooting. <laughs> yeah, get good grades and you can play they in that school shooting that you never suspect a thing. Yeah, they'll never know what hit them. Man, I you know, now they bro, I did all sorts of shit. I would cut classes, you know. Like just literally just leave halfway through the day whenever I felt like it. Oh, also when you turn 18, um I guess in most states you uh graduate high school when you're 17 usually unless you got unless you got held back. Um when I was a freshman in college, certainly almost everyone I, that was there had just turned 18 usually. I had just turned 19 because you don't graduate in uh, in Indiana usually until you're 18, unless they've changed it, but that was the case when I was growing up. So my entire senior year, I was 18, and uh, it was fun to just fucking take advantage of that, just abuse the shit out of it. I think I probably called off like 20 days total that year because you could, you know. I mean, what are they going to do? I had the good grade thing to fucking hold over their head, and, uh, you know, I was able to fucking just call them and be like, yep, this is Todd, I'm not coming in today, bye, and then I just wouldn't show up, and you know what, I still graduated, and that is true heroism, why achieve anything in life when you can put all your effort toward putting in less effort? Speaking of uh, putting uh, in effort into things that uh, don't require much effort, or really don't matter, really, um, uh, let's uh, can we get on the uh, can we can we acknowledge the fact that Kamala Harris was still uh, still talking about um, uh, shutting down Donald Trump's Twitter even after that desperate attempt to uh, to fucking get Warren's attention at the debate. Well, shut down that site. You know, it, 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 I think it turned out, because we were talking when she was saying it, but how I would originally heard it, I thought she said shut down Twitter in general. Well, because well, what she said was we're going to, she said that the quote was something along the lines of Twitter needs to ban Donald Trump, Twitter needs to shut down Donald Trump's profile, and then she said, and we're going to shut down that site. And... It's, yeah, you, I get what you're about to say, and that is that I'm guessing that uh, she meant to say Donald Trump's Twitter account specifically, not all of Twitter. Yeah, well, and and that's, what that she, that's what she was talking about after the debate, too. She, had a, she was at a press briefing, in, or press thing, or whatever, and she, she was talking to some people in the media, and she was still talking about it. Still. Like, that's the thing you're going to fucking plant your flag in, right there. We need to shut down Donald Trump's Twitter. That'll get him. Hashtag resistance, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We need to have a way to shut down any Twitter profile we want at any time because we said it's too offensive. Yeah, I'm sure they'd fucking love that. That's one thing I'll give Jack Dorsey credit for, is, like, he at least doesn't pander to fucking neolibs. Nope, he panders to the alt-right, which is even worse. In some ways, yeah. But Twitter does shut down a lot of, like, right-wing Twitter accounts, though, too. Like, they've been accused by the right of being left-wing. Yeah, to be fair, Kamala Harris actually isn't wrong. I mean, we should be forcibly shutting down Donald Trump's Twitter account. Yeah, well, he vi- he does he does violate the terms of fucking service, and I think what well, good you debrided it as fucking dumb. In fact, I would argue that she's literally spot on, and that the government should be coming in and forcefully shutting it down. In my opinion, but I don't trust her 
with that authority. I don't trust anyone as far right wing as her with any level of authority approaching that. You can only trust that level of authority in the right person, the right type of no, person. No, you don't, you don't trust a cop with that kind of authority? Yeah, and a <laughs> fucking cop ain't it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, speaking of, I can't believe we forgot about this. So, speaking of cops and Kamala Harris... Cop Kamala Harris. Yeah. Can, uh, I was just reminded of this. So, Todd didn't know about this story, but um, apparently a staffer or aide or something of Kamala Harris's was involved in like a fake police organization scam like that was going on that they were running in California they were like like it was like some weird like were like some masonic police organization and they went to like these different police stations what what did they ask for what did the information what did they use this like fake magic police power for anyway like what was their end goal they never figured it out and they weren't i mean they just weren't able to ascertain that and they weren't able to prove that they actually committed any crimes because they were going to charge them with impersonating an officer but but they, they didn't per- impersonate a California police, or they didn't impersonate a police officer. It was magical wizard officer of the fifth order of the of the owl. Like well, they, well, what it was they apparently from what I read, they went around the state of California to like, I guess uh, maybe hundreds. I, I they weren't specific, but a lot of police stations, and said that they were setting up shop in the area that's how they phrased it apparently we're, we're oh hey nice to meet you i'm officer uh, i think his name was like fitzgerald or something so that's just what i'll go with because it sounds funny i'm officer fitzgerald with the masonic fraternal police department and uh well we're going to be uh, setting up shop in your area here we're an ancient organization. We've been policing since 1232 AD or some shit like that. <laughs> and and we're just letting you know, uh, looking forward to working with you and just comparing hey. notes. Oh my God. And no one thought anything of this. <laughs> Hello. Or anybody here familiar with Batman lore? <laughs> Hello. Or with the League of Shadows? Or we've been policing the world for thousands of years? Nope. Responsible for the destruction of societies when they become too corrupt. We destroy them from the inside. You'll never stop us, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Not a single one of these departments reported anything unusual until... Mm. God. They went to the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. And uh, when they went there, the people there were finally just like, okay, this is fucked. And then they uh, arrested them all on charges of impersonating police. Yeah, I can just imagine, like, excuse me, wh- like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> yes. There were three of them. One of them was a aide to Kamala Harris. I don't know how close he was with her or whatever, if he was a top aide or what, but he was one of her aides. And, uh, yeah, this is... Like, it just amazes me, though, how underreported this went. But here's like, what's... can you imagine what would happen if one of, like, if one of Bernie Sanders' aides did something they like wouldn't, this? They wouldn't have dropped the story four years ago yeah. like that. Yeah, like... They wouldn't have just left it go but then here's the weird thing so they were going to charge the fake chief of the masonic police but he died he just yeah literally just died Hmm. so they they dropped the prosecution on him and they couldn't prove that the other two had committed any crimes technically the masonic knights of the round table in order or, for it to have been a crime, foiled yet again. In order for it to have been illegal, they would have had to prove that they were seeking some sort of benefit or gain, and well, they never, they never did. Yeah, the thing <laughs> is, it's pretty clear that they were trying to seek some sort of fucking gain. But what could it have possibly been? Yeah, but they were trying to do it. Like they were stopped before they could do it, and that right there, though, like 
Why, why would you do something like that other than to seek gain? Like, seek some sort of power but or something? What, but what could they have possibly gained from it? I don't fucking know. Who knows? Like, were they thinking that they could, like, maybe, like, go along with the other officers and just start joining in with them or something yeah, and say, yeah, knows? hey, we're, we're from the Masonic Police yeah, Department? some sort of, like, influence, like some, like, some sort of private organization that has, like, policing powers and shit, like... Who fucking knows, man? What but, did like, they mean by setting up shop? Yeah, like, but it's pretty clear that it wasn't just, like, a prank or something. Like, and it's really disturbing how long they were able to, like, do that with with without being caught. You know who else did that? Mitt Romney. Yeah. Just in case anyone out there hasn't heard the story, it's been everywhere at some point, I think, but we heard surprisingly little of it when he was running for president, and even when he was running for Senate from Utah. It seems like no one ever brings this story up, actually, because it's just similarly bizarre. But he, uh, he got a Michigan State Police uniform, and I think even a car, uh, from his dad when he was governor of Michigan back in the late 60s and he would literally go around impersonating a cop he would drive around dressed like a michigan state patrolman except i think he didn't have a badge but he had all the patches and like he, official and he fucking got away with it too yeah um he would literally pull over women in california in his michigan state police car wearing his fake uniform because that's kind of the kind of the weird sadist power trip that he that people like him get on like didn't he didn't he like beat the shit out of like a gay person when he was in fucking like high school or college or some shit too i don't know Did, but I, 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 I wouldn't I be a bit I surprised remember, like hearing some story about him like taking a gay guy out of a car and like beating the shit out of him or something do you, uh, have a, do you have a bottled water at all over there that I can drink? I'm fucking parched. Okay. The Parched Ridge family. I'm surprised they haven't tried to uh, make an updated 2019 version of that. Mm. The Fartridge family. And it would have Danny Bonaducci come back, but he'd play like the janitor or something. I've never, I've never even seen the Partridge Family actually. It's like the if the Brady Bunch was a band. Yeah, it's some special '70s TV '70s sitcom. They're all the fucking same. You uh, do you wanna? Uh, risk a copyright strike and play that Mac the Knife. I'm curious as to what this what that song sounds like. Alright, let's let's take a quick listen here. This fucking Dean Martin look alike. Get your uh thumbs. It looks like a like a mixture like a if John Belushi and Dean Martin had a baby. Let me see if I can Apparently Frank Sinatra did a Mac the Knife, too. Let's see. Yes. I'm going to try and find one. That, uh... What are you trying to find? I'm going to find a cover so that we won't get copyright struck. Uh, Here we go. I see a cover uh, down there. Let's see. I don't know. Some it looks like some douchebag in a hoodie with a backwards baseball cap, and yes. he has a chin strap too. This is some. This is someone named yeah. Henry Oliver. We'll play a few seconds of this. Fair use, Henry. Oh, the shark babe has such teeth, dear, and he shows them. Oh yeah, I can totally white. see Sinatra singing this Just with this. A jack Where's old Matt Keefe, baby? And he keeps it uh, 
Out of sight You know when that shark bites Well, it's probably already used way too much of that but anyway there we go that's mac the knife that's that's absolutely not the type of music that i would ever associate with mick mulvaney so that's... oh i bet he thinks he's some fucking some tough guy like that oh yeah he'd really be running with Walking the rat pack the if they were still around I do gotta say though, that guy, what was his name again? Henry Oliver. Alright, since we used this cover, go check him out on YouTube. He has like 200 views, so you can use your help as much as we can. And on that literal note, we will wrap up this collection of Fuel Gripes. <laughs>